Welcome to the Impact Investing Podcast with your host, Samuel I Can Win Ikimwin. I'm absolutely delighted to be able to do this episode today um, for a number of reasons. One of the primary reasons is because most of you who've been following along with the podcast journey um, are well aware that I recently spent two days at the Grant Cardone 10x Business Bootcamp. Now, that was an absolute phenomenal two days. It was a phenomenal event um, organized by some, you know, some great guys who got together across the UK and decided to bring Grant over. Um, one of the guys in particularly um, is one of Grant's mentees. And as a result, it just made so much sense for them to basically bring the whole 10x ideology, bring the whole 10x movement, as they mentioned, to the UK. Now, you know, Grant Cardone is someone that I had listened to prior. I remember quite quite a long time ago before um, there was as much um, notoriety um, for Grant Cardone. I had um, listened to him. I saw a few of his YouTube videos, specifically at the time about property. Um, a lot of the things he's doing now, he was not doing at the time from, from my knowledge. And I remember years ago, it's probably about six years back, um, watching Grant and saying to myself, you know, this, this guy, you know, he's really into this property stuff and not really thinking much more about it. Um, I, you know, I usually ask myself a little test, you know, do, do our values align? Do my values align with, with the speaker's values whenever I'm watching anyone or seeing someone present? Um, however, you know, that was kind of like the, the limited level of dialogue I had around Grant Cardone. And then other family members, um, you know, my brother, namely one of my youngest brothers, basically said to me a number of times, you know, you know, Grant Cardone, he's got this book out, you know, it's worth reading, etc. And that's kind of like my prior engagement with Grant. So, you know, I had seen a number of his different YouTube videos and stuff like that, but I hadn't really ever purchased any of his books or really got deep into kind of the value that he offers. And the interesting thing about all of that is, you know, usually if I'm going to someone's event, I'll try and kind of engage with their content. So I did actually buy the 10X rule book um, just before, about two or three days before um, actually going to the 10X business bootcamp. In order to kind of engage with the content, um, engage with Grant and try and see kind of the level of value that he likes to give to people that are kind of engaging with him and his audience as it were. So, you know, what better way to kind of share with the people that are following me, people that are engaged and friends with me, people that are tuning in to this podcast and to the other things that I do, but to actually give you guys an insight into what I'm going to call the 10 takeaways that I've taken from the 10X Business Bootcamp. So from my time with Grant, what were my 10 key takeaways? So what I'm going to be doing over the next 10 episodes, including this episode, is I'm gonna be sharing you, sharing with you um, a particular principle, um, 10 of which in total, which I actually, I can say, took um, quite strongly and, and seemed to kind of really resonate with me, my values and my understanding of things, especially in business and particularly in investing whilst being at the business bootcamp. Now, some of these things are going to be things that I may have shared before in some of the other episodes of the podcast. Some of these things are just going to be effectively Grant's take or Grant's spin on these things. So how does, how does Grant call this thing out, as it were? Um, but again, you know, the time spent with Grant Cardone at the Tenets Business Bootcamp was absolutely phenomenal. You know, you know, it, it's the kind of event that I think every single person who's a business owner or an investor should be in, in order to have a, gripple, a grapple or an understanding of uh, how another 
you know, business entrepreneur sees things. So without further ado, you know, today's episode, this is exactly what I'm going to be talking about. I'm going to be talking about number one of the 10 key takeaways that I took away from the 10X Business Bootcamp. Now, you know, why do 10 episodes? Why do 10 takeaways? And the reason why is because I simply want to provide the exact same concept that Grant shared throughout the whole of the two days at the business bootcamp. Now, it could have been really easy for me to summarize and say, okay, guys, you know, for those of you who've been following me um, on this episode, I'm going to do, you know, my greatest takeaways from Grant's 10x business bootcamp. However, one of the things I noticed is that that's not really giving 10x level of value. That's not really saying, you know, there's 10 times more than what I could do that I'm going to do for those who decided to engage um, and be a part of my journey through means of this podcast. So for that reason and that reason alone, I've decided to do the 10X Business Bootcamp 10 takeaways through means of this particular podcast and the next nine episodes also. So just to get straight in and to make sure that I'm giving massive value um, and the maximum amount of value um, that I can, I'm going to go straight into the first takeaway. And the first takeaway is a concept that Grant terms as sell or be sold sell or be sold and you know just think about that concept and I, you know if you can if you're one of the listeners who's actually sitting right now with a pen paper ipad you know phone your your, your your multimedia device what i'd like you to do is actually write that down just write down the concept write down the terminology or the phraseology sell s-e-double-l space or o-r space b-b-e space sold s-o-l-d sell or be sold and you know the funniest thing is i think grant one of grant's books is actually called sell or be sold as well where i'm sure you know he goes into much more depth about the whole concept however you know this is a concept that i've 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 been running with for a number of years probably about 12 to 13 years i've been engrossed in this concept and the way i've always understood that concept is very simply in the terminology is there are leaders and there are followers you know, and that's it. Is you know, there's there's no there's no other way around it. There are leaders and there are followers. There's very little grey area. Now, there may be instances where a follower is operating as a leader, which makes them a leader in that instance. There may be instances where a leader is operating as a follower, and again, equally, that may be um, that leader actually being a follower in that instance. But nonetheless, the reality, in terms of the principle that I've lived by for the last twelve to thirteen years, is that there are different types of people out there and we all generally in terms of our activity fall under two one or two one of two camps and those two camps are leaders and followers now when grant shared that concept in a two-day 10x business boot camp about sell or be sold it kind of really hit me hard and it hit me hard for a number of reasons. It hit me hard because 12, 13 years ago, when I first kind of started to grapple with the concept of there are leaders and there are followers, there were certain things that I knew I wanted to achieve in my life. You know, I knew as a desire, I wanted to be a leader. I didn't want to be a follower. I could appreciate following in certain capacities, in certain areas, you know, 10 to 12 years ago, through means of my job as an estate agent at the time, you know, I was following. I was following the, di- the director of the firm. I was following the boss. I was following the other um, negotiators in the organization. Fine. You know, again, 10, 12, 
13 years ago when I was uh, doing my first degree in university um, in computing and statistics, exactly the same. I was a follower and I was happy to follow. I was following the leaders. I was following my lecturers. I was following those who were making uh, um, um, breakthroughs in terms of educational research and, and then coming to share their insights through means of our lessons and through means of lectures. And, and that's cool and there's nothing wrong with that. And I was happy with that. And I am happy to follow in certain predicaments. However, you know, being on the Impact Investing podcast is very important for us to talk about the specific nature of this podcast. Let's talk about investing. And in the area of investing, I want you to first and foremost think about how you invest in yourself and ask yourself the question, are you a leader in that field or are you a follower? Let me even take it into Grant Cardone's language. Are you being sold or, or are you selling in the area of your own investment in yourself? Because what happens, and I've shared this with many people who've decided to come on and allow me to coach them and things like that in the past, and and I'm always mindful to make sure that I share this with people, and I say to them, look, there are a lot of training courses out there for a lot of different things, and in many of those training courses, what you do is you sign up to do whatever the trainer says they're going to do with you. That trainer does not, you know, mirror your desires or work according to your desires in many cases. And then there are those few kinds of programs where you start by goal setting, you start by the trainer coming to understand what are you trying to achieve and why are you trying to achieve it. Now this this has to be said for people who are listening to this to really understand what I'm talking about. What I'm speaking about is a big difference between coaching, mentoring, training, teaching, etc. Now those four fields, for example, coaching, mentoring, training, teaching, there there are different fields. Now, what generally happens is because most of us go through a conventional schooling system, we assume that all four of these categories are the same. And I'm here to tell you that they're not. You know, a coach, you know, which has started to become really kind of big in the last decade, a coach is someone who draws out of you the assumed riches that are already in you and helps you to apply those riches, that knowledge, that insight into a specific field or area where you want to achieve a certain level of success. A mentor is someone that you follow. You know, and there is a lot of following that takes place in mentorship, following the psychology, following the mentality, following sometimes practically. Now, the reason I share this, I remember about 14 years ago, some, some, someone asked me to mentor them. And I said to them very clearly, I said, I don't think you understand what mentorship truly is. And I remember about three or four years after that, someone else asked me to mentor them. And I remember saying the same thing to them. You know, I'm not too sure that you have a good understanding of what mentorship really is. Now, it's easy to say, I will mentor you. It's easy to jump on a mentorship program. But if you don't really understand what mentorship is, it's very likely that you can be shortchanged in that endeavor. So again, I share that ideology with you. Mentoring, coaching, training, teaching, they are four different fields. Now, when we understand that there are four different fields, we can then come into this area of thinking of ourselves and thinking of what we are hoping to achieve through means of going through a mentorship program or a coaching program or a a training program or a teaching program. And the reality with all of these things is when we make investments in ourselves, one of the most important things to understand is what we are actually trying to achieve. Now, are we trying to achieve something that's being sold to us? Or are we going out there and selling the idea of what we want to achieve and therefore making every single thing align with what we're interested in achieving? Now, what do I mean by this? So, you know, if I get back to some of the things I wanted to achieve when I look back and I I think of when I first grappled with the idea 
of there are leaders and there are followers. One of the first things I actually wanted to achieve when I started to understand that there are leaders out there and there are followers out there, I wanted to be a leader myself. I wanted to be an example myself. I wanted to be someone that could help other people change their lives. I wanted to be someone who could show people how to change their lives. I wanted to have keys that I could offer to people and not only offer to people, but also support people to unlock things within themselves in terms of potential, in terms of growth, in terms of leadership, in terms of, in terms of all of these different factors. And these were my goals and they became the framework of my goals when I used to write them down. But even deeper to that, I wanted to be someone that was looked up to. I wanted to be someone that was admired as a leader. And I, and I realized very quickly, um, you know, a number of years ago that followers are generally less likely to be those who are looked up to. Followers are generally less likely to be those who are admired. Now, it's not to say it's impossible, but it's to say it's less likely. And this was kind of like the barrier that I faced. I faced this, this Im- immense wall where I had been trained through means of the conventional school system, etc., to be a follower. However, I had this burning desire to actually be a leader. And the question is, what do you do? You know, how do you go against the training of your soul? How do you go against the training of the things you've been taught to think like, feel like, you know, and, and choose? And, and you know, th- this was a, a massive dilemma for me. And I don't know about you, but you may be a listener who's thinking this is a dilemma that you're facing. You may be a listener who's thinking this is a dilemma that you've actually faced yourself as well. Now, the reason I bring all of this up is because I want you to understand that when you're making decisions for yourself to benefit yourself and push yourself forward, whether they be decisions around investing within yourself through means of personal development, coaching, training, etc. Or whether they be decisions through means of factors such as investing financially. You have to understand what your objective is. And as you start to understand what your objective is, you can go out into the marketplace and you can sell your ideology, your vision, your goal to other people. Now, what generally happens is the moment you start becoming someone who's selling your ideology to other people. Now, I, when I'm, you know, I'm using this term very broadly when I use the term selling. When I'm saying selling, I'm not saying exchanging your ideas for people's money. Now, I'll give, you an, I'll give you a really clear example. You're listening to this podcast episode right now. And what I'm doing in this podcast episode right now is sharing with you my concepts. I'm sharing with you value I've taken. I'm sharing with you ideologies, statements, phraseologies that I've picked up through means of my journey in investing, specifically pertaining to this episode with regards to my time at the 10x business bootcamp with grant cardone now the reason i'm sharing that with you is because i want you to understand that the all of this boils back down to the fact that i have an understanding of what i'm trying to achieve you know part of which i've shared in this in this episode specifically i'm trying to be a leader i'm working on being a leader i am a leader and i'm leading in my field and in order to lead more successfully in my field i need to be comfortable with sharing or in the term i've been using selling my concepts, ideologies, and value to the, to the community. Now, am I doing that for money? The answer is in this podcast, of course not. I'm not selling you anything per se through means of this podcast. Now, do I have things that I could sell? Of course, you know, on the 19th of January, on the 19th of January, we're going to be running a, a one-day workshop, you know, called Get on the Ladder to help people to understand the multiple layers and concepts in ways they can start to invest in property from effectively what may seem like a standing start. Now, although I'm in a position to say to you, jump on that course, make sure that you're, you're, you're there, you're at the workshop, I'm not. 
And the reason I'm not is because this platform, the Impact Investing Podcast, is a platform where I truly hope will go way beyond me. It will go way beyond 2018. It will go way beyond 2019. It will become a hallmark for people to look to, turn to, and say there's value contained in the episodes of that podcast. And not only will I take on that value, but I'll share that value with my community. Not only will I share that value of my community, but I'll engage with the podcast. I'll send in my feedback through means of email, through means, through means of the podcast um, app. I'll, I'll, I'll do things to show the world that there is value pertained within this. And this concept that I'm talking about is the concept of being a leader side by side with the concept of going out to sell rather than just being sold. Now, for me, there was a light bulb moment with all of those challenges of being trained to be a follower. There was a light bulb moment when I started to understand that if I started to grapple with the ideas and the actions of thought leaders and leaders in the fields that I wanted to get into, such as property, education and ministry, if I really wanted to be a leader in my own standing and in my own right, the only thing I would actually need to do is start to engage on the level that the leaders in those areas engage in, at least. Now, the reason I say at least is because if you want to be a leader like another leader who's out there, you've got to do at least what they do. But if you want to go far above and beyond the activity that that particular leader is doing, or if you want to have a greater impact in terms of your leadership, then you've, you, again, you're going to have to go far beyond what that leader is actually doing in terms of activity. So matching their activity is a minimum if you understand that concept. Now, the reason I'm getting into this is because I want you to start to understand in your own mindset how you can start to create that framework for yourself where you can go out and be selling where you can effectively make your investment in yourself so rich that other people want to have a part of that investment. Where you can make your investment in, in financially so rich that other people want to have a part of that investment. Whether it be people who just want to ask you questions, i.e. how did you purchase a house and generate a 15% return on investment? Or how did you control a house with little or none of your own money and started to generate a revenue of you know, close or over a thousand pounds each and every month? from that property, which you don't even own. Now that's people desiring and attempting to partake in your actual investment activity. And this goes on, you know, it's not just from people asking questions, it's not just from people being interested, it goes deeper, it even goes to the level of people saying, I'd love to invest with you, I'd love to work with you, I'd love to put my money in your activity because I can see that what you're doing actually works. Okay, and, and this is the value that actually comes and resonates from people who understand that being a leader or being someone who's willing to go out there and sell their ideas, their concepts, their investments, etc. Is a, is a, is, it's a minimal viable product for someone who wants to have a certain level of investment success. It's, a, it's, it's the minimum. It's the minimum that should, be, that should be done, should be engaged in and should be attempted. So the plan for me at that time from having that light bulb moment of, you know what, I can do this. I just need to kind of predicate and, and set the framework on the other people I've seen who've invested successfully um, and who've been leaders successfully. And then even if we add in this concept, who have sold successfully, I started to say, OK, well, you know, what do leaders do? 
you know, it's been said by many people that leaders read a minimum of 60 books a year. How can I read 60 books a year? Is that physically possible? Now, obviously, it's physically possible. Otherwise, it wouldn't be a statistic. However, are there ways that you can get around that? Are there ways that you can make it happen in a way that's more viable and productive for you? For example, if you work a full-time job, like I did, you know, a number of years back when I first started to wrestle with these things. Now, Audible is a great way in order to, you know, top up your, your, your reading credits, as it were. Now, I, I'm not, you know, the biggest fan of Audible. Yes, I have an Audible account. Yes, I have several books, you know, uh, quite a few books on Audible. But I actually like the physical feel of paper. I like engaging with books. And because of that, I read a lot of books, actually, in, in real time. I take notes in my books. I write in my books. I annotate books. And, and, and you know, I'm really, really well known for doing that stuff because that's, that's one of my passions. I like to engage with the material that I read physically okay now the reason i'm sharing all this with you is because i want you to take time and think about how you yourself can also be a person to set yourself up for le a level of leadership or a level of selling so this was my plan my plan was you know what look at what the leaders in in the in the areas and the fields that i'm interested in are doing and learn how to do those things myself as well so in property, I found that there are many people in, in the property uh, investment industry that were purchasing properties, renovating properties and finding ways to pull out most, if not all of their money from transactions they were engaging in. So it then became an endeavor for me to find out how could I do that? How can I get my first ever infinite ROI? Now, an infinite return on investment is when you've put effectively none of your own capital into an investment, but yet you have found a way that you can generate a revenue as a result. And when I did my first infinite ROI transaction, it was highly rewarding for me because psychologically, it was more than just the money being made in terms of that investment. It was actually breaking the 10, the, the, the four minute mile, as it were. It was breaking the four minute mile for my mentality. So as we think about Roger Bannister and how he ran that four minute mile or broke the four minute mile, this, this did something for people. And months later, we saw other people achieving the same level of greatness, but only because somebody set the benchmark. And this is what I found for myself. I found that when I was bold enough to get into that predicament and position to actually pursue investments where I could actually have little or no money into those investments and then still be generating a revenue for myself, for my business or for my family, I then started to understand that this stuff can work for me and I can scale it up, I can do more, I can now go and sell this concept to other people who could potentially become investors, friends, families, followers, etc. in this regard. So I just want you to be aware of this in your own standing, in your own journey, I want you to be aware that it's very possible for you. Now, there are conflicts that will certainly arise even when you have this understanding of these are the thought leaders in the areas I want to be in or these are the people investing in ways I'd love to invest. Okay, now let me see what they do. Okay, let me read their material. Okay, let me, let me, let me uh, uh, embrace the lifestyle, the traits, the approaches that they have. And again, I say that, I, I, let me just put this caveat out there. Do not embrace their lifestyle to the detriment of your values because this is, this is not what I'm talking about. You know, on the Impact Investing podcast, we are very, very much interested in supporting and encouraging people to live out the values that they believe are true to them. Now, if you are going to do that, it's very important that the people, the leaders or the people you're allowing to sell to you, in a sense, 
are people that are actually congruent with your long-term values because that makes it easier for you to then go out having been sold by these people but sell to other people because you don't have a conflict you don't have an internal conflict within yourself so I just I thought I'd share that because I know that's one of the the conflicts and barriers that actually arises for many people the simple fact that they're not congruent with the people that have sold them but yet they want to go out there and sell other people okay so I'm grateful because not only did I see in the concept that Grant shared or the first of the 10 takeaways I'm going to be sharing from the 10x business bootcamp not only did I see 10 powerful principles but in regards to this first one sell or be sold I realized very strongly that it resonated with something I'd already been living out for the last 11 or 12 maybe even 13 years the concept and understanding that there are leaders and there are followers and it's about time you choose which camp you fall into this is Samuel I can win for the impact investing podcast it's been an absolute pleasure doing this episode for all of those who are going to listen to it and I want to encourage you if you're a listener to the impact investing podcast and you find this podcast of value why not share your favorite episode with someone in your community why not share your favorite episode with a group whether it be on social media etc and more importantly why not just let somebody know that there's value to be had on the impact investing podcast happy investing